When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, well, it can be rough, it can be tender, it can be smoky. It can be, uh, I mean, very acidic, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi, guys. We are excited to be talking about what? Oh, honey, just that love after lockup. And this one was called, um, I think, season four, episode 35, whatever. But this one was called Felons for Life with like an F44, kind of like that early aughts where like song titles would start using numbers as, you know, like four or two for the articles for for prepositions f-o-r and t-w-o it's so interesting when that happens to me because um like it's like it 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 is very obviously indicative of like youth you know it's like youth text code or whatever and so yeah um, and obviously like besties for life felons for life it's like we're gonna be young hooligans forever it's like dumb and lazy to me like i hate it like it's stupid (laughs) Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's that that's off brand. Uh, it's on brand. Okay, so um, <clears throat> let's jump into this episode. I will start with. Do you want to start with our fave? With our usual our fave, but this is going to be not our fave anymore in the sense of I feel like I'm going to say that now. I'm just going to be like somewhat, oops, somewhat annoyed by them because I think that things are not are boring, you know. So um, and that means I'm bringing up once I find their thing, Justin and Michael and boy, does he look different. Montana Mills, honey, Justine and Montana Mills. So uh, it starts off, uh, Montana Mills is making himself a yummy scramble, like a scramble, honey. I mean, there's like fresh veggies. Like he chopped those veggies. She's not making it. He's in a pan. It's nonstick. He has a spatula. He, I mean, he put those things in, he put like some Pam spray and then on the side, which I mean, I just, this is so decadent. Okay. She gives him like a six pack of these, the biggest brioche buns. They're like these, I mean, it's a huge piece of like chunk of bread on the side of this omelet. Now, why am I going to talk about it? Cause you know, I love food, but I mean, I just remember being like, oh my God, people can just buy those things of like huge buns and you just get to eat one. Why? The brioche. You know what? I did not see this scene. It didn't show on my on my feed. So, but I will say that brioche is very decadent indeed. Like to actually go out and purchase that, that feels like a purchase you would make if you lived by yourself. Like she has three children. I would not allow the children to eat the brioche. You don't get brioche. Get that Wonder Bread. Where's it at? I, I thought about this. I'm like, they're huge chunks of bread. Like there's a six pack. It's like she, her whole family is going to get rid of one in so long, but maybe, I mean, maybe it's just like he just got home. And so she wants to get him nice bread. Wait. So when you, when you start is the first scene, them sitting at the breakfast table. And then she's being like, you know, I'm a protective of my daughter. You didn't see any of that scene. 
No, the first thing I saw was them sitting down and her basically sitting on his lap while he's talking to Mocha. Ah! Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so let me just fill you. Okay, so then I'll keep just keep talking. Tee hee hee. So it's the breakfast. It's it's morning time. Obviously, they're like not in matching sweatpants, but they're sweatpants sweatshirts. You know, like they definitely have a thing. I mean, I, obviously at this point, I'm like, well, you guys should have your own line of sweatsuits, like matching sweatsuits, like him and her. Like that's your thing. Like brain it now justine so um you know this is the morning after that awkward family time with his mom and his sister coming at justine for like the tats of her daughter blah blah blah, blah, blah right so justine is like <laughs> she's like i'm just very overprotective of my daughter when it's like oh it seems like you're not really protective of her it seems like you're just like very loosey-goosey but <laughs> subjective i guess and then she's like i can't and i don't want to apologize for like what i said but the timing because it like i didn't mean to ruin your day which was like oh the timing huh like that's like a it's such a interesting way of not not obviously apologizing or even really admitting anything it's like people are like oh i'm sorry i'm not sorry for what i said but i'm sorry of how i said it is like a whole thing you hear a lot so i just like it wasn't like i'm not i'm sorry i'm not sorry for what i said and i'm not even sorry for how i said it but i am sorry for the time in which i said it it's just I mean, like I her, oh, okay I can see that. Also, like, I, it's interesting um, that she says that she doesn't want people, I guess, what'd you say, talking about her daughter or protective of her daughter? She says no, she's very overprotective of her daughter. No, she's not overprotective of her daughter. She is defensive about her choices as a mother yep. with her daughter. Yep. Like, overprotective of your daughter means that you want to shield her from certain aspects of life until you feel like they're ready to do it when you're overprotective of your children like you don't let them go to sleepovers because you don't want anyone else to influence them or to possibly get diddled by somebody's brother or cousin like you don't let your your daughter or your kid go to the movies by themselves because you don't want them to be influenced by somebody else you know what i'm saying like that is overprotective i think like you are sensitive and, and about a criticism that you had to have known you were going to get when you chose to allow your 16 year old to get a tattoo and a belt like a belly piercing is not piercing is not so bad for me just because like so many girls had it when I was growing up that I don't think of it as being like the worst and it's something that could be hidden you know I don't think it a belly ring means slut you know but like neither does a tattoo but also it's just a thing where you're allowing your child to like permanently make a change to their body before they're an adult so it just feels like you know irresponsible yeah. a little bit I think that also you know yeah belly button to me is like Britney I mean I don't mean to bring everything back to Britney but belly button ring means means Britney Spears to me so it just very means like early yachts you know like that kind of look um, the last thing they say before we see your scene is then Justine like acquiesces. Well, she, she Justine will apologize to Michael's mom, but only if she gets one in return, which is like, I mean, yeah, like a, you know, hand hand for a hand, you know, you just had a like, she's like, it's just like, it's like, it's interesting the way that she is like, well, not really this, but like maybe this, well, okay, fine. I'll apologize. But only if I get one back, it's just so like, it's, I don't know. She's very defensive in this moment. And so in the sense of like, okay, I would want to ask her, why? Why do you feel like you can't apologize? Like specifically say what you did that was shitty. Like, I don't think you know it. Does she, does she think that she said it? She, does, is it that she just 
said it at a bad time or did she say it to the wrong person? I feel like she said it to the wrong person. I would have just been like, Michael's mom would tell me whatever the fuck Michael's mom would tell me and be like, uh, I mean, I really trust how Michael's going to raise and I will lead and I will let him lead. It's like what I would say. It was like, this is daughter, whatever he wants is what is chill for me. And then later on, I'd be like, don't you let your mom tell me that I can't like do things with my daughter. And I would just also for the rest of my life be like, she's not to be trusted. I won't. And my daughter won't be around that woman. I mean, listen, I just work things out differently. But I think everything's mildly fake with them, as I said before, because I think they what have a really perfect relationship. And I think that everything is manufactured because Montana Mills needs to what sell some records soon. And they're going to be on like the next season already. Anyway, wow what happens from your end and so yeah the next scene is mocha so the next scene we have is them somewhere i don't know it's somewhere where there's like a cigar yes. room in the middle of this place so it's like either a country club or like a winery or something not a country club a winery is more is more what i was thinking some space where it's public where they can get imbibe and some some beverages looks like they have some champagne for some reason and then they're <laughs> able to go into a space that has cigars and peruse and i guess purchase so that's where they are and she's basically almost sitting on michael's lap while he is having some kind of conversation with his best friend mocha but in that moment mocha is not a best friend mocha is some kind of dealer like mocha is a middleman that is going to help Michael get back into the music industry so that he can be the biggest name out of Rhode Island. And I said, oh, you mean the only name out of Rhode Island? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Which, listen, it's a niche market. And I mean, you know, it's nice. No, you, you go to, you know, an underserved market and, you know, like become a big fish in a small pond. I, okay, so obviously not a rapper and not like super familiar but yes there are producer managers that are like their biggest thing is they take you and they either get a finder's fee or like a some sort of like kickback by then bringing you to like a manager producer that can actually do something for you it's like they are hip-hop socialite people connectors you know it's like it's a weird thing because it's like is mocha okay I'm an actor. And so I know what it's like to have like an agent and a manager. Like Mocha isn't a manager. He, I don't think he's like, I'm going to like, you know, like be your manager. And like for the rest of your life, I'll take 10% and we're going to go here and go there and sell you there. It's like, he is some sort of mentor godfather in the scene. That's why I'm or, or, like, you know, I wonder what he gets from it. And when he, when he says like, I have before taken many people and gotten them eight figure deals. And I want to be like, Oh, what do you get from that? Like what is what is the relationship between you and the artist? Do you leave after that point? Is this all about artist management? Is that your thing? Are you like Beyonce's dad? You know what I'm saying? Or like anyway? Yeah. So did you like? By the way, okay. So then, God bless. After this, so you know, M Michael's been like, I have been just like diligently writing, 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 like. And he has, you know, books full of it. And so they're like, well, I want to hear it. Let's go. And then they both look at Justine and they're like, let's go somewhere and do it. And you're like, are you going to go to the studio or whatever? But he does like go into like a broom closet just away from Justine. I don't know. She's just like sitting there drinking her champagne. And then he just starts like freestyling, you know, and it's, it's not bad. It's pretty good for especially what we've been given in the world of like reality show rappers. I for sure think that he's better than... You know, he's in definitely top like 1% of re reality show rappers. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that 
their relationship is odd because it seems like he's a family friend and his family was very, very happy to see him. So maybe he is from Rhode Island as well. I'm not sure. But also, I don't think that... I don't think that what's his face was like moving from, I mean, unless, unless Rhode Island has like some kind of sneaky underworld that I'm not aware of. The only thing I know about Rhode Island is family guy. Like that is the only thing I know. Like they're from Rhode Island. Like the, the, the cartoon characters are from Rhode Island, I think, but I could be wrong. So, um, he does his rapping and it's okay, but I personally need to hear a beat in order to get behind it. Then they come out and they sit down and she again, again, sits on his lap to like prove that that's her husband and how much, you know, she loves him or whatever. And that they're, they're a package deal. And the Mocha says like, well, the only thing that we have to do is a get you to move to Sin City, which is Las Vegas. And I'm like, why, why? But apparently maybe, maybe Las Vegas is this new place where rap happens. Music happens. You think they would just go to New York. That's very close to, Rhode Island and also <laughs> closer to Pennsylvania. So like why going all the way to Vegas? I don't know besides the no state tax. I, and, I was like, literally, I didn't go to Bally's and like put down some beats at Bally's. Like why Vegas? Like I have named my, is that mo- Mocha must live there in the sense of not that I'm like dialed in, but the entirety of my life. If I definitely can't name you a Rhode Island rapper, I definitely can't name you a Las Vegas rapper. I mean, what, what there's, yeah, no, definitely don't know about the hip hop scene in Vegas. Never heard of it, you know? Can you name a New York rapper? Yes, of course I can. I'm <laughs> just asking. <laughs> can name one. Biggie. Oh, can you name an Oh, okay. I mean, it's a big. <laughs> I mean, like, Lord <laughs> Hill. I mean, like. It's like a, a Wahama name, a, uh, a, a West Coast rapper. And I'm like, yeah. Tupac. No, yeah. it's not a West Coast rapper. Um, but anyways, so, <laughs> um, so anyways, so, huh? Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. YG. But these, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so it, it's just really weird. It's just, it, it's a weird place to, to take somebody for rapping because at least I, I was like, you could at least go to like Cleveland, like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, why are you going to Vegas? It's just so weird to me that that would be the choice for them to go there. Um, but they tell, he, Mocha tells Justine that, or them that he can't wear that hardware. And then she's like, no, he's married. And um, <laughs> I love your Justine. It's just so, it's like she has no inflections in her voice. Everything is vocal fry, but like vocal fry, very flat, just like right here. And yeah. then yeah. he's like, well, I'm not saying you have to get a divorce. I'm just saying he can't wear the ring. Now he's not taking his ring off. And then that's again where we get to the stupid, the, the, the stupid hills to die on, the stupid coat rack to hang your hat or whatever that saying is. And it's just like, girl, if you're, if, if that is the suggestion, even though it's a dumb one, is unnecessary to tell him to take his ring off. But even if that's a suggestion, why are you like, no, he can't rap then? I, you know what? I thought that she was going to be, I thought when he was like, well, first of all, we have to get you to Sin City. I thought she was going to be like, hello, my kids. I can't just uproot my kids and their whole lives and go to Sin City. But no, what, he didn't even say anything. One second, this bitch was like, been waiting for it. Like she like, she like loves, she jumps at the idea of Sin City. I, I also found that interesting. Yeah, it all was. You can move all of them. It's fine. All of them, all the kids. It's fine. No matter what they, what sports and what relationships they were in, honey, let's move to Las Vegas. By the way, like every time a reality family moves to Las Vegas, that's never good. Like remember when, you know, the Browns of sister wives went there as one of the, you know, it was a bad move. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I literally, 
I couldn't believe that she was so into that. But like, yeah, then she's like, no, I want everyone to know that he's married, you know? And I wanted to be like, <laughs> why don't you be like, fine, he can take off the ring, but he has to get a tattoo. Like, do one of those, like, Pamela, I'm going to just, don't worry, on Patreon, you can see right now that I'm just going to go ahead and be, like, braiding my hair right now. It's because uh, it is raining right now in California, and I'm watching my hair just get the biggest I've ever seen it. And so now I'm feeling self-conscious, and I'm like, well, if I braid my hair, maybe it'll, like, calm the F down. So that's what's happening, but you can see it if you're on Patreon. If you're listening to the podcast, you're annoyed I'm bringing this up. Anyway, um, but yeah, so... That's what I would have done. It's just so weird. But she, yeah, she, um, she really just is like, she wants, yeah, she always wants to be like annoying. Like she must be watching this being like, oh, now the producers gave me a storyline where I'm just like, ugh, like a naggy, annoying bitch. You know, I don't know. That's what I would think. Yeah, I, I it was, I, I'm tired of the storyline for her. Like yeah. I would like it to have a little bit more, um, more dynamic and it's really just flatlining and just like cookie cutter at this point. Mm-hmm. He's married. Um, and, you know, I don't care what anybody says, like me and Mike love each other and he's married and we're going to be together forever. Just like annoying. All right. Yeah. So that's all that I have. Was there anything else that I missed? So, um, no, but I mean, that's all that I recollect. What I'm asking you is there was, was there because I got a stupid edit of it. So I'm like, did anything else happen after that? You know, so here's the, so here's the honest to God truth is that I watched the first half of this episode on the Cabes Cabes, which is cable. And the second half of this episode, I watched what in my bed while it was raining and I couldn't, uh, I don't have cable in my room. So I had to watch on my phone, which means I watched the YouTube version and I really hated that. So I kind of jumping in between knowing some things that you don't in the beginning. And then I won't know. I will, I have watched the same thing as you. So okay. um, that's where it ended for me, but I would like you to get up and go get a mirror so that you can do your braids. Do your bra- go get go get you a mirror because you look like a crazy person. Right First of all, I can see myself right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Okay. What wow, are you gonna do with great. that bang? What are you gonna do with that bang? Is the question. I have to. I didn't bring any. You know, I don't have any like hair ties. That's why okay. I like I did that. Is, okay. I'm going to have to, I listen, later on in this life, I'm going to have to definitely blow this out with a circle brush and give it like, you know, like a curtainy moment. Now I'm thinking I should also just like give it maybe like a, a, should I cut it a little bit? Does it need to be No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to support any of that. I don't know what's, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to help you through it. So I'm going to say no, but I, what I would say is get you a clip or a bobby pin and just like move it away. Yeah. Or or like, yeah. Or like, or like get a comb. I'll, let me go. You t- why don't you talk about so you start bring up whoever you want into next and let me do my thing. Okay, thanks. Um, so <laughs> the next person that we are going to talk about, um, let's see. Speaking of hair, I guess we can go on and talk about Nathan and Skylar because there's a really interesting hair moment where I didn't know what was going on. She needed to get a Bellagio cut or whatever with some icy trims. I'm not sure. I don't know where the picture is of them, but that's fine. Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is Skylar and Nathan. So we begin this where she's making up the bed because, you know, it's the best way to start off the day. And she's talking to producers and producers are like, well, how did, how did things go last night? I'm assuming. And she's like, things went really well, went really well. And, you know, I really was nervous about how, you know, I would feel about cuddling with him because it's been so long since I've slept with somebody since I've, you know, I've been in the halfway house for 18 months and I've shared my own bed. And so I just didn't know if I, you know, how you'd be with cuddling. 
And I'm like, girl, it has only been a year and a half since you have shared a bed with somebody and you were scared that you wouldn't know how to cuddle. Is it because you enjoyed sleeping in a bed so much by yourself that you were like, oh my God, I'm going to have to turn over and hug on this person. And at this moment, I just like to hug on a pillow or like a body pillow or something. Like, I don't want to have to like hug on a human being, but she said it was great. So she goes downstairs and Nathan then comes in and brings her some breakfast. And so then we have a scene where we find out because he's in a happy mood. He's like, I'm feeling great. Things are so much better than yesterday. You know, I got, I got her settled in, but I got to take care of her. He's gone to go and get her some kind of breakfast. Um, and it is a combination of muffin donuts and an orange and then a half gallon of almond milk. And he tells her that he's stolen it or he like went in for an international or continental breakfast at a hotel and just like went in and took stuff. But I said to myself, why would you take a whole half gallon of, of almond milk? Does she just drink almond milk like that? I don't, I don't, I don't like the taste of it in order to drink it like that. Um, it is just really, really, it was a weird choice. So she like, doesn't want to eat the muffin and doesn't want to eat the donut. And I was like, how bad is it? I mean, listen, I'm not into a continental breakfast truly normally, unless like I'm the first one there, because the assumption is, is that your children have gone through and touched it with their dirty little hands. And then you don't know that, right? Because like, you're so grateful to be in a hotel. You don't have to clean up after them. So like, you just like, let them go to get the continental breakfast and just touch it with their little sticky fingers. So I don't do it. Okay. Not like that. So he, she's eating it and he then takes the, another orange and peels it for her. And it is just like a, it, I, I didn't understand it, but they were laughing. And then she has an, um, an ITM where she's like, yeah, you know, I guess like how he took it wasn't the greatest, but we're like felons for life. So, and that's yeah. where they took that quote. Yeah. 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 You know, there's always that moment where you're watching a movie or you're watching a play and then like they say the name of the movie or play in the script. And I actually hate that uh, because there's never going to be a moment where I can stay in the moment. Like when you tell me, when I hear the name of the thing I'm watching, I'm like, Oh, that's the thing I'm watching. It takes, it like takes me out like a bell. So anyways, but it also <clears throat> kind of is perfectly immature and weird and like almost like a like um a fetish a fetter a fetish i can't fucking talk a fetishization of a certain culture like felon culture or like drug culture you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying they're doing that but like felons for life like we're always gonna be bad like you know like we're never gonna you know it's just interesting now i need to bring up some points which is that first of all, I know exactly what she does with the hair. Like the hair thing is something we'll talk about. You know, I like have gotten anybody. I love, I love the way you said it. She said, you know, Bellagio and it's Bellage. We'll talk about it all. Don't even worry about it. But she comes down in a, what would Jesus do shirt? Like a WWJD shirt. And I thought, Oh, that's what she slept in. And then I was to realize that that was, she's what she's going to wear for the rest of the day. And I was like, I'm sorry. Is that one of the things that her mom got her? Like, I don't, by the way, we knew this, that her mom, of course, had gotten, clothes from her and they didn't they had blocked out the bag but it was tj maxx and then she will literally talk about going to tj maxx's episode and i'm like oh my god i'm a genius so anyway okay <clears throat> now she's gonna go get her hair done with her best judy who she met at the halfway house and it's like skylar is like nathan is like skylar like make good choices and it's not like 
don't let your friend like fuck you up. It's like, don't fuck up your friend. Like I fucked you up, which was like, you were somewhere where you should just be there. And you like left and I didn't get you back in time. Now, it seems to me that when you're in the halfway house, you have to be there and there's a scooge wow, but somehow there is enough freedom that people can just do kind of what they want on the DL as long as they check in by a certain time, right? Like for some reason, Skylar's friend can just leave, even though she's not supposed to. And they keep talking about how it's like she can get in trouble to go get her hair done, but she's gonna, and she's gonna, she, and this bitch is gonna now show back up at the halfway house with fresh hair and no one's gonna, and not worried about anyone being like, oh, wow, what fresh highlights you must have gotten while you were working in the garden today. I mean, what? I thought the same thing. I said at the very least, they're going to smell the fancy ass shampoo and the burnt hair or like the worked on hair like this. I mean, like it is just wild to me that they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got into a lot of trouble together because we would apparently like, you know, when you're not supposed when you're on break, you're not supposed to go to the TJ Maxx and buy clothes. Ha ha. And then we get a little moment where she talks about what happened between her and Nathan and how she got caught up and sent back to prison or more time in the halfway house because she was late. And she says it was because Nathan went through her phone and saw some texts from some guys. And so then he wanted to talk about it for, for hours and hours. And then they're like, well, that's not what Nathan said. And she's like, well, that's what happened. <laughs> I was like, so then what's the truth? And I was like, no, he he said they lost track of time, that they were at the park and they yeah. lost track of time. But then I do remember him saying something about her doing something and then he refused to say exactly what it was because it would be disrespectful for her. So like, I just don't know now what's going on. And then it makes me also not care. I just bit. assumed that he, I thought he said that they boned and that they fought. I thought that they had, I just assumed that they had, were, were, were fighting and boning, fighting and boning, you know, like. Yeah. So she it's still a lazy ass reason to not get back to someplace on time. It's like the stupidest thing. Oh yeah. That's what the mom thinks. Anyway. So they go to this hair salon and <clears throat> she has worked at the halfway house and a random country club to save enough money to get her hair done and her friend's hair done. And so she sits in the chair and she says like, I want, you know, balage blonde highlights with uh, an icy tone, which means that she is going to get bleach added to her hair painted on so that it looks natural with not like it, not being blonde root to root to tip, but also like have somewhat of, you know, a painted effect and then of course like an icy tone now in this moment she definitely has um a brassiness to her hair definitely a warmth um her friend obviously is redheaded as the day is like as an irish rose honey i mean that it's like a you know um so they start the process and i think that the icy tone was a little too much i think it like isn't i think she actually could use a little bit of warmth i think that she could use a more of like a strawberry blonde also i also feel like uh I would have rooted her a little more. She need she needs like some sort of blend on top to kind of give it an earthy rootiness. You know, I I don't like uh I just didn't really like what had happened to her. And then then they like kind of curled it. I, and then her hair her friend's hair like I can't tell the difference what that person did. It still looks red. Like- I mean, I don't know. I feel like that it was still red, but maybe they just made it brighter because if it was growing out, then maybe we just couldn't really tell with the roots. Um, They 
talk to the ladies at the stylist and the ladies like are you guys bad girls and they're like kind of and that friend gracie has the worst voice Voice. and affectation ever presented to my eardrums i i don't i was like do you really think that nathan loves you are you guys gonna like use again any kind and at first i thought it was the stylist and i was like oh no she's gotta go she has got to go okay i have a question for you do you would you rather hear Bronwyn or would you rather hear a red-haired Irish person who has Bronwyn. a worse voice? Bronwyn. Ooh, okay, go on. Yeah. Um. So it was just this. Uh, we the the story turns into now Nathan not answering Skylar's texts or phone calls since 1 p.m. Which I don't know. That doesn't feel like it was you know that bad. And she's like, we should be getting ready to go eat dinner. He's gonna be. He's so excited for it. I don't know why he's not answering his phone. Now the storyline is that she must think that he has OD'd. And I was thinking like, why does she think automatically he's using drugs? Because she has PTSD from not receiving phone calls from somebody and then them not being alive. But the first time she tells us it happened, the person was like laying next to her and she woke up and that person was not alive. So then I'm like, what, what, why is it that you're thinking the worst of what's going on right now? And then the friend Gracie is literally just gassing her up. Like, do you think it's because like he wants you to just worry about him? And you think that's maybe why he's doing it? I'm just like, did the producers tell you guys to just think of the stupidest things to say? But we do find out that Nathan doesn't want her to work at the country club because she's going to run into rich guys. Okay. And um, he doesn't want her to like run off with someone rich. I... I don't understand the money in their world because does he think that she's rich? Yes. Okay. For some reason, he thinks that she's rich. And I just, re- okay, this is what I realized. Okay. She's someone that shops at TJ Maxx and he's someone that works, his family works at TJ Maxx. So she's middle class and he's just, I mean, like, that's what I think of. Oh, I just, I'm like, so every time he says it, it's like, but then he goes out and steals for her to eat. It just, so it's just like, so what are you trying to do? Are you trying to show her that you can make more money and give a better life? You can take care of her like Aladdin would. Yeah. You know? Like, like, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what is your, we don't live, you don't have to be a street rat. Like we don't live in those times. You could like, you'll do better. Maybe you could get a lawn service company once you have done trimming trees, get your own trimming tree company. Like you act like you, I don't know. It's like, he's like, he just really acts like he's maybe, and I don't understand it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't live in his world, but it's just, it's just wild. I'm like, you're in America, sir. You're not in like the, the city of God fucking in Brazil where like, you know, you have to have all these criminal activities in order to make money. Like you don't. So Gracie is concerned that maybe they aren't the best to be together because they could trigger each other to get back on drugs. And we all know that this is this is not going to work out because they both have like anxious attachment desire or whatever. Not anxious attachment. Sorry. They all have they have some kind of attachment problem where they aren't people who know how to survive on their own. And I think that it's a recipe for disaster because they, they shouldn't have to lean on each other for sobriety. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense that that would be what needs to happen. So like this whole idea that she can't work at the country anymore because she's going to run into rich guys just is steeped in insecurity. Also, how, how is it that you, uh, and somebody brought this up in my live that I talked earlier about love after lockup on my channel. Somebody was like, how is it that he has to steal breakfast, but he can afford a ring? 
And I said, listen, that is a very good point. And now also that we're seeing Skylar and to know that she would rather have a big fake ring than a real small one is just really interesting. Like this person is not rich. <laughs> yeah. You know, she, or, or, and, or has skewed every part of it. It's a sort of rebe rebellion against, you know, I don't know her. Upbringing. Yeah. You know, who knows? Um, I will say this. So I didn't like this at all because it felt like the producers, it's like the producers want us to think that there is a very real possibility that these girls are not going to come back to the grandma's house, rush upstairs and be like, Nathan, Nathan. And he's not answering. And they want us to assume the possibility that they are going to walk in on a dead body, Nathan, who has just overdosed and put Skyla back into like a, you know, nightmarish hellhole, mental PTSD black hole i mean like that is what they want us to be like oh my god these girls are gonna go up the stairs and see his dead body why isn't he answering and you know they keep having this edit of her being like oh my god and i just wanted to be like i know in my deepest heart of hearts that these bitches come up to the grandma's house second floor and the oh my god is actually them opening the, the door to be like nathan cleaned or something. He was not being able to answer his phone. By the way, insert shop the producers had of his phone on a table as Skyla calls and just being like this. So like the producers are horrible, horrible movie producers. People. Yeah. Everything is laid out. So yeah, I'm just like, is he's gonna be like, sorry, you know, I was just spending the whole morning just like making sure everything was cool here and I just didn't have taken my phone. It's like he went to Bed Bath and Beyond, honey, or maybe just the TJ Maxx, the only store in town, and just bought whatever, you know, and made a bedroom. I mean, that's what it that's what's going to happen, but what they want us to believe is absolute horror, and I'm mad at them for it. Yeah, it's so stupid. Okay. Let's move on. Next sure. couple that we're gonna talk about is Travis and Ashley. Um <laughs> We we find out that this idiot wants to be a treasure hunter. Uh, oh my! He he. First of all, I don't know why he wants to hunt for more treasure than the treasure he already found, which is some woman who just wants to make every one of his stupid ass dreams come true and give him everything. Listen, I, if the bubble bursts later on because she doesn't have any money or whatever, they want us to think great. But in this moment, this asshole just came out of prison, and there's just like some like drunk rich girl who's like, "Whatever you want, babe. Love me so much. Thanks for fucking me, best friend. You know, like, and it's like, what do you want now? You know, yeah. Every day. He's like so excited because he's like, yeah, after I go to jewelry school, then um, we're going to. And I was like, jewelry school? What the fuck is that? But anyways. She's at Tiffany's school, the breakfast at Tiffany's University, honey. I'm getting my major, my minor in emeralds and a ruby. Yeah, it is just like so weird. He's going to, and she's like, there's a secret I have to tell him about the jewelry business that I haven't said yet. And it's just like, okay, here's this is there. There's a secret. But anyways, so they go to the uh, cold ass beach. She gives him a metal detector so that he could be a treasure hunter on the beach and, like, guess, search, search for coins and shit that people left behind. Uh, because they're, I mean, listen, X doesn't mark the spot. Like, we are at least two, a thousand years away from situations where, like, some pirate has buried its gold on a beach. So you're not gonna find anything on on Palm on, on Palm Beach. You're not gonna find it there. Um, then but he might find a ring for her. That's the only in my mind. I was like, because he doesn't have a ring for her yet, right? Mm -mm. See, in my mind, I was like, is she doing this low key, wishing to God that he'll like find a ring, and then that way she doesn't have to buy her own ring, but she that bought is... it this the, the detector. What an uh, interesting you know, line of thought 
But what a far-fetched idea, but I mean, interesting nonetheless. Plus the shirt, by the way. She gives him the metal detector plus a metal detector shirt. I mean, it's one of the worst things. It's like a, I mean, it's, he, then he tells a story about how he robbed a bank and got 3,500 from it. In 30 seconds, as though he should be proud of that. Girl, 3,500 is not even a lot of money. And like, right. there you go. There's your treasure hunting. That, that, yeah, 3,500 is not a lot of money for you to ruin your whole life. That's what I yeah. guess, in my mind, I was like, did you think you're going to get more of 3,500? Yeah, like he seemed really proud of the 30 seconds and 3500 now it is it is 30 seconds 3500 a lot yes but it's not enough to, it's not worth getting in trouble for it and but mm -hmm. it's 13 years in prison um then he takes off his shirt which she loves to do she loves to grab him and like pull his shirt off him like he's a fucking toddler then we I, just, I like to smell your masculine musk every time i can can which is in your clothes so i just like smell it sometimes it's fine it's it's he very blinks. weird He's like i get money i get money i just tell myself i also want to i'm sorry before you take off with it wow what do you think and i'll tell you what i think what do you think the business secret is um well i mean it that she hasn't sold anything in months yeah it's the only thing i can think of i would like it to be either one either that i mean not like it i don't i don't want her to be broke but it feels like it's like maybe she's broke but the other thing i thought was like what if it's like mafia backed and she's like there are some um <laughs> there's just like some clients that i have to cater to and they can be difficult as i owe them a lot right now i don't know you know that is that also a different line of thinking than why do i think that i mean listen i was gonna say that but then i thought to myself i want to yes and this so what if it's specifically like a mafia that's very based in jewelry like like it's like this unknown jewelry mafia like i only think I can think of is like the because like, there's a whole like street in new york city where there's jewelers and a lot of them are hasidic jews so i'm like what if the gangsters have have like a yarmulke on and long beards okay yeah also blood diamonds Okay, so um, anyway, so she wants him to have a great day, honey. So after the beach, cold beach, where it's freezing, but she builds him a picnic, and it's like, this feels like a bachelorette date. Then they go to, like, a boat, and he's like, oh, how much one of these, I wonder how much one of these boat costs. And when he asks that, I'm like, are you expecting her to turn around and buy you a goddamn boat? I mean, Jesus Christ. But no, he just buys her a day. She buys him a day on it. She just buys him a dick? That's what I thought you said. So, day, um, a day on it. Day okay, on it. great. Um, she bought herself a dick, honey. Yeah, you know. It's really important to follow through with them sounds because I'm going to come, I'm going to make wild conclusions. Um, I, I think that it's weird that he wants to know how much everything costs. That is always a red flag with me for when people are like, Oh, I wonder how much that costs. I wonder how much that costs. Like, I'm like, Oh, I don't, I can't be around you because you're going to ask me how much things cost when I purchase stuff. And then you, you're like, you're like money weird. Like that's weird to me. I hate, I hate that when people are like, when like people love to do this in certain communities too. And those certain communities be like my family. Like I walk in with something and they're like, Oh, how much did that cost? I'm always like, why did you want one? <laughs> Like, why do you, I feel like anytime anybody asks me how much something costs and they have no prop, they have no intention on purchasing it. They just want to be in my business. They just want to suss out how much money I have. And then depending on who it's, who's asking me, I'm like, are you trying to rob from me? Because you think I got a lot of money. So you're like, if I tell you this costs $50 and in your mind, you're like, oh, then you got money. So I'm gonna try to steal it from you. Like I, that anytime anyone asks me how much something costs 
and I know they're not going to buy it. That is where my brain goes. So, hey, hey, guys, if you are out in the world and you have no intentions of purchasing something and you ask somebody how much it costs, that's what they think of you. One, two, you can just Google it. Uh-huh. That, that part, that part. You could just Google it. Um, so anyways, that's what I think about that. And then, uh, we get a scene where we go over his tattoos and he has got angel and demons because that's what he feels in his head. Then we've got family first. And I'm like, what family, what family are you putting first? The family that you left 13 years ago because you wanted to steal $3,500 in 30 seconds. The family that you've probably completely let down with like years prior to with your drug abuse family first it's always weird to me when people get shit tattooed on them that doesn't that is just a, a dream for them that is not an actual then he's gonna have on his oblique which i was like good use uh on his oblique he's got a picture of a woman holding a pistol and it like it's supposed to represent like soft and strong or something and that women are really strong and then i was like okay and then he got another tattoo oh the angels and demons tattoo is supposed to signify like what's inside of him like he's got a lot of demons and I just am like girl this is a whole lifestyle and a whole like way of thinking and being that I just don't care then his last tattoo which is her favorite tattoo is Roman numerals why of the date that they first met which was July 10th of 2018 which is the day that his whole life turned around I'm not true I just was like, this is so corny to me, but that's just me. Um, so we they're on the Naughty Nautical, which is the name of this this boat. And I think to myself, like, what is it that you let them do on this boat, Naughty Nautical? How much, what like, like, how much do you make every, and this is me asking how much does he make? Because I'm like, is that boat paid off? Like, is this a lucrative, like, job? Could could anyone do that? Should, could I, should I buy a boat? And then just, like, name it something equally salacious and 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 just take couples out to watch the sunset and eat juicy pineapple. Yeah. It's very like Gilligan's Island, but it's like, it's like, it's like a sex boat. You know what I'm saying? Like you take them on sex rides, you know, it's like, or like, you know how there's like love motels. Like what if it was like kind of like a love motel? Like, it's like not for me. I could gross out all the time. Like um, thinking about people who in the Poconos, you can go to like, the theme hotels and uh, my cousin like had sent us like a champagne bath hotel and I looked it up and I remember being like oh well yeah like people are just gonna like book it and then like bone in that bathtub like there are places right like sex motels or whatever people just go to bone and all I can think about is just the layers and layers of DNA and liquids just seeped in everything and everywhere I mean you can't wash the place like fast enough or like hard enough there's not enough oxyclean in the universe and i just so like even in the naughty naughty i'm looking at this i'm just like you know a boat just like it's so musty all the time what does it smell like this i mean i'm just i not i'm not saying they even like go downstairs and bone but you know like when you have such a title to a boat with such a picture on the side which is like two like broads like <laughs> you know like it looked like yeah it looked like 70s porn um I just like, she's almost always on the verge of tears, you know, like if not on cries, you know, she's just like, she, it is like, we are watching people in day two and it feels like we've, they were given Molly the moment that he got out of prison and we're still watching a high, if you will. And then at some point when it turns, these people can't possibly stand each other. Like we are going to watch her be sober realize he's a loser he's gonna realize that she's not 
able to give him exactly what he wants, which is, I don't know, everything for free. And also like, she might not be as rich and he can't control things. You know, I don't know what it is, but when all of that comes to fruition, it's going to be messy. Yeah. Um, I really hope they're on life after lockup because I want to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, next couple, let's move on to, you want to do Gabby and Chris? I, 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 I yeah, I hate it too. Well, I think we're, I think we're both going to talk about how much we hate it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even want to recap it because mm -hmm. basically they just fight and disrespect each other and something mysteriously has happened to her car and she gets angry and then she's walking around the streets in some dangly ass flip-flops and then go they go get a slushy and then she freaks out because she sees the police and then he she goes upstairs and leaves him downstairs and then throws the keys out later then they sit next to each other on the couch and he talks about how he wants to have sex she gets upset and goes into her bed in her jeans yep i mean I, what I, yep <laughs> I remember just being like, this is unwatchable. And I'm being like, oh, this is probably the worst produced segment of all time the producers have ever given to us. Like, things didn't make sense. The only good thing was the obvious, weird, mysterious, and, you know, what the fuck question of where that car is. And obviously, we've been seeing the car. We already know the car he bought. He bought the car. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, the car was repossessed. The car uh, is totaled or one of, like, or one of those things. Obviously, the car no longer exists. I mean, the minute she said that the car was in the shop, obviously, we were all like, no, it's not. You know, like, the car... The, it's like, kind of like, you know, how in Dateline or when you're watching that, like, there's always a moment where the killer, like, let's just say it's the husband or the wife. Let's say in this moment, it's the husband, okay? Like, you know, the husband has killed his wife or whatever. And, like, you know, he sits down and it's just like that one moment where, like, he gets questioned and he just, like, breathes and you're like, oh, the woman's dead. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen my wife in six hours. And they're like, oh, she's because she's absolutely no longer on this earth. Like, that's what I thought about the car. Like, oh, the car no longer exists, honey. Like, it evaporated. I mean, I don't think that car, did the car ever exist? I mean, I don't know. Did she rent a car? I mean, did she did she say that she got a car and then worked at the car for that day and then realized, well, she's out of prison. She can't rent the car every day and, like, didn't, I mean, I don't know, honey. Or did she, or, or did she total the car? Why? What? I just really thought that it was in the shop. I did not no. think of that Wah. at all. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It happens Wah. sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I think you did not think that. No, you did not think the car was in the shop. I did. I did. I'm so mad. <laughs> I, I did. So now I'm like, I don't even know what happened to the car. Um, it's just like, it just was weird. And then she, I just, she just puts her feet in her couch after she just finished slapping some sandals all around New Jersey and like went into a convenience store and got a slushy. And it, it just is so effing weird. It was just so dumb. It was terribly produced. He looks like a turtle, a turtle, turtle putting its head out of his shell. Like I just, I just, I don't understand she's so much better looking than him and for her to even like entertain. And then maybe that's why she's thinking the way she's, why she's saying the things that she's saying is because she's like, you ugly, dirty bum. How dare you treat me that way after I have put myself aside for two years waiting for you. And then she also wants to control him and she does it in little stupid ways. He feels very disrespected as he should. 
And then he's like, I threw away my ring. And she's like, well, I threw away mine too. And I'm like, sick burn, bro. Like, I just didn't get it. And she's like, I feel like I'm sitting next to a stranger. I'm like, you are sitting next to a stranger. You talk to somebody who had been in prison for four years, most of that time spent in the shoe when you first got with him. So like, yes. And then he gave you all his money and you were living and riding really high on that fact. But I mean, I feel the way she was rushing to get him, the way she like fought with his sister and, and, and family in order to like be the first one to hug him and stuff. I think that she really did have positive intent. But when he started talking to other women, I think she was like this old dusty bum, like how dare he treat me this way? And then she proceeded to act as such. And we're watching her be an awful person the same way we're watching Monique be an awful person. One more thing. She says she's a secret. She goes to visit her mom. There's paperwork. And then she says the car is no, nowhere. I mean, not, not here nor there. Oh, she's wearing the same outfit, right? That she went to go. So Burberry had like Burberry hat from like the nineties, like that weird bucket Burberry hat. I mean, horrible. And I say Burberry, you obviously know, I don't, I know it's not actual Burberry, but it's the, print like what yeah what is the lawsuit involving the car i'm like like i'm connecting dots here you know yeah you're right okay thank you all right let's move on to aries and cameron okay um it's very quick you can do it yeah i mean listen i want to know like you know how tall is she because i feel like she's my height I feel like Aries is my height. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But um, okay. So she tells us that she has learned that Cameron failed a breathalyzer while he was at the Hathaway house. He says he had one drink. Now, I'm so happy about her because later on we actually have a conversation. Like she tells us this, but she has a conversation with him where she's like, you knew they were going to breathalyze you. Why are it like it feels like halfway houses really are just like the loosiest, goosiest houses? I feel like sorority houses have more boundaries or whatever. But anyway, God bless. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he goes back to prison, you know, like, um, but you know, now he's out, and you know, he we said that Montana Mills might be the best rapper, however, I actually also heard a little Cameron, I saw the video for Cameron, and I don't not like Cameron's music either. Like, I think that Cameron's kind of fun. Like, he actually, I think, has a good flow. I liked it. So, having said that, um, this is where Aries really, like, makes an impression. So, for this scene, when he gets out of the halfway house, she decides to wear, like, a, like, tight kind of, like, top with a modern-esque drawing of two boobies but it's like the underscore under boob of a boobie like crescent height boob and then barbell-esque nipple what's the word piercings piercing boobie yeah so like you it that like that it looks like you can just listen to two drawings of two pierced boobies he loves these like look at them boobs you know like she's like yay he's wearing like cute shorts i don't know it's just like I don't know. Maybe it's interesting. I don't know. So he was very happy about it. He's so happy about it, honey. Um, He gets down on one knee just in the parking lot. I mean, just down on a knee, honey. And then he proposes and she says yes. And he tells a story about how uh, when he knew he was going to get picked up, he 
got a ring and put it on him so that, you know, that when he got taken away, it would be on his personal belongings. And when he would immediately get out that he would have the ring and therefore could do the thing he just did, which is propose. And she, you know, says, yes. Um, He's like, you know, you started a relationship with me two years ago and put your life on hold, you know, and now that I'm out, I want to do the same for you. And it's like, you want to put your life on hold? Are you going to devote your life to her? You're going to like give her things now? I mean, like, you know, are you going to like, I don't know. It's just so interesting, but it's a good mentality, you know, because a lot of people come out of prison not wanting to acknowledge what the other person did for them because now they're out and they want to start their life and they got to worry about themselves. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Like I, I can see that that is a thing. You want to make sure you're on the right path. You need to worry about your business. Obviously all of that makes it's true, but it's just interesting how we get different sides of it. Well, yeah, I was trying to find the Instagram that said, I think Cameron made some kind of joke about him either being 5'2 or 5'6. So I was trying to find out how tall she was based on that meme. But I don't know. I follow so many accounts. I just don't know who would have given me that tea. But Cameron's having a hard time on social media. And, and like he he keeps referring to vloggers or maybe it's Derek, one of these two small men um, keep referring to the vloggers, quote unquote, vloggers who don't like them. And I'm like, what side of, I don't, I just don't follow a lot of the trashy folk who follow them. So I'm like, who's talking about camera? There's not that much to say about him besides he looks like a troll doll and then he's very sexual. But uh, anyways, yes. So basically he's like, I just want to do for you. I, I want to do for you is what he said. He said, I'm out now and I want to do for you. And that means getting married to you. Also, it means um, having sex with you ASAP and watching you walk as as um, I leave here. Also, that means uh, that I'll be able to parole to Florida to be with you. So I want to do all that right now. And then she does the thing that annoys me, which is like when the woman feels like once she gets married, that she has to have the perfect everything at the same time. And I'm like, you could just go get married and then you can have the ceremony later. Like, what's the big deal? Chris, do you do you have a thought about that when people are insistent or feel like if they get married on paper legally, that that means that they must have the ceremony the exact same moment? Not at all. Yeah, I just don't get it either. So I wish I want someone to tell me what that is. Like, wh why? Why is that such a big deal? Because the truth is, any married couple could just go secretly get married. And the, I mean, they don't even have to do it secretly. They could just go get married, not announce it to everybody but whomever they have be witnesses and then just save and plan their wedding slowly and nicely and the way in, in the way they want to do it but still earn the benefits on the in the years while they save up for this marriage to do it now obviously that's a great storyline for 90 day fiance so we often see someone want the perfect wedding when Juan and I are like but you have not a time to do it bitch you have 90 days obviously and you're like not you know you're it's always awkward when those people want to have their perfect weddings because you're literally on a time frame and you have like a whole person to get to know and like want to be with first like focus on that then get married uh, very fastly and legally you know and then after the 90 days, you have so much time to like think about that wedding, you know, it's like, so it never makes sense, especially in that, which of course is a production company and we often review it. So uh, yeah, I get it, you know, okay. and yeah, it's just weird. Um, last couple. Oh, yeah. Last couple. Oh my God. Is Monique and Derek. I can't. Okay. I, it is, this is one of the most weirdest, pain, most painful things. And like, 
I can't. I, it's like she has become. Okay, I'm gonna say this. She has become his Uber driver slash receptionist. Okay, who does not know that that she has a block button? Oh my god. Yeah, it's like you just want the drama. And it's also this super insecure person who leads this life on Instagram or social media that's very important and integral to who they are outside of it. The the things that she finds to be so upsetting that the family does are things that she could literally annoy, ignore. And Derek is so right when he says who cares i am right here with you right now why are you worrying about what my sisters are saying or doing on social media why does that matter who cares i have other things happening in my life i don't need this drama and monique really feels threatened she truly and honestly feels threatened feels like i guess they must need to leave you already have plans to not be around his side of the family. You don't have to be around his side of the family because he doesn't necessarily want to. So like, why are you, this is not a mother-in-law that that the son is deeply in love with his mother and wants to be there for her and take care of her. So unfortunately they're a group package. No, these are people that he boldly tells, I don't want to talk to people who weren't there for me the entire time I was down. So that's why I'm not talking to you right now. Like it is, it is so crazy that she's got his support and he asks her to leave it alone and she can't do it because it's not enough. It's like, what will be enough then Monique? I'm going to give you that devil's advocate. She's driving him everywhere, paying for everything. His like entire seafood feast last night. I mean, you know, like his entire, like, you know, like under the sea, the, the cast of under the sea, he ate them last night and she paid the bill. Okay, and then they went to the casinos, and for no fault of hers, his, which is that. Oh, did you see the scene? Oh, maybe mm-hmm. you didn't. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we've been kind of little because we're like so because they are our favorite couples, so we didn't actually go linear. So let's just talk about this. Let's just talk about this for a second. Let's go back, back in time. Let me just try to finish my thought. My finish. Okay, let me finish my point to you, and then I'll go back in time. My my point to you is, she's doing all this for him. I kind of wish that after he told his family, like back off like you weren't there for me that he also would just send him a text being like and stop being mean to my girl who was there for me why to say it he's a man if he had said one text then i think that she'd be happy or whatever but also he should have grabbed the phone and be like mommy let me just block okay and no more i can't wait to spend my day with you like let's put on some music and sing whatever god bless uh i mean mommy i mean that's what i would say i don't he wouldn't say that you know it'd be weird if he did so let me go back in time so yes the last time we saw him he had had the end of the sea feast honey they want to go to the casino and they get to the casino the front door and he like doesn't have his id you know doesn't have his id do you see that no i didn't see that i didn't see him getting to the front door no, we didn't either. So we oh. get told this. Yeah, I know. I know. I know we get told this. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So yes. Oh, then why do you look at me as if like you didn't know that piece of information? Okay, I love you so much. No, okay. I didn't see him get to the door and then get get turned away. That's when you said that. I was like, oh, we saw it. Like, oh, okay. I did. That's what I missed. Got you. So no, right? We didn't get to see it. I don't know why. That would have been great. It must have been like past the filming hours or they maybe had other people but that's what Monique tells us what happens and he's like yeah yeah okay so no 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 we're gonna start my life he had like a day to uh 
you know, like put things on the right and right. And one of those means that I'm going to like, you know, go to a bank and get some credit happening, but he needs his documents for that. So I'm kind of like, what, what IDs do you have? And what do you think you have? Like he, I think only has like a birth certificate. And for some reason it's on Monique to have all of that information and whether it's in her phone or on her person, like that's why I say that she's like, his, I mean, yeah, she's like his personal assistant where like, she's supposed to be like, oh yes, Mr. There's it. There it is. Oh, let me go see. Like, you know, like why? And I love that assistant voice. You're going to always hear me say it anytime that someone has to be like a receptionist or assistant, but she's doing so much for him again, driving him everywhere. He's like, okay, let's go see my grandmother. This is the address, you know, like Uber, you know? So I guess, yes, she's insecure. We know that she already know that she has issues with his sisters, the sisters, start for some reason calling her which i don't understand why they're calling her because he hasn't given them his his number and the number is the one that he has because she's given it to him monique has so they only have her number to contact him and they so they're at the hotel he's charging up his gps tracker because he wanted to be able to go a certain distance to see his family and he got approval and uh, she tells him he needs to bring the charger with him because he's like a fool and he's going to leave it at home and get in trouble. And um, so then they get on the road and he's excited. He wants to ready to take on the day. And she's got a little bit of an attitude um, or maybe she doesn't. And she just truly does have the rich resting bitch face that he says to her that she has. And then the family calls and she's like, they keep calling me. Just go ahead and answer. So he answers and he says the things that he says. Then when they hang up, um, she gets a text from the sister calling Monique all kinds of names. Um, and it just doesn't align with, because they, they, it's one of those things where, you know, family members just won't, uh, won't accept that their beloveds, their loved ones feel the way that they feel. So they then choose to believe that that other person has magic powers and has turned that person away from them. It's like wild that that has happened to me before. I've had a family member tell me that I have turned someone against them and, or um, they can start to see how that person treat is, isn't treating them the way that they usually, and they feel like I'm the influence that has contributed to that. And I'm like, why do people think that I'm such an influencer, like have such magical powers? But anyways, that's what's happening. And, um, but Derek just doesn't want to deal with it. And at that point I would have just blocked everybody in the family because you block them, but you still have their numbers. So if Derek is like, Hey, let me get my sister's number. He could do it. Or he could just Instagram his sister. There's no reason for her to keep all of that. So I do see what you're saying as far as her feeling like, I guess she needs him to extra credit back him up, but she has control over everything because she wants to. She wants to have access to his birth certificate and she didn't save it in some like special file on her iPhone. So she had to like filter through all manner of like emails, which I can only imagine because I imagine she's in so much credit debt that like, it's just all these, like, you know, it's like old Navy card promos, like, you know, um, just like all of these different promos for different places that she's signed up for. And it's just filtered and littered in her email. And so she can't find it. And then, He's kind of rude to her. Like, this is the slowest anybody has ever been. I was like, Mr. Behind the, this desk is not going anywhere. And he's just going to wait for the two forms of ID. So what, why are you forcing or, you know, being rude to her and making, trying to make her move fast when the truth is, is that you should have copies of yours as well. You should have, when you emailed it to her, you should have also created an email address for yourself and emailed it to yourself because you're an adult. 
Absolutely. And then this banker is like, are you going to get into so you're going to get into some crypto, which by the way, Chris had mentioned crypto last episode. And I just want to go ahead and say LOL because this is being filmed and you know, the crypto market has essentially the bottom has fallen out because of the FTX uh scandal. So having said that, it's just across the board, I wouldn't recommend people with no financial literacy and not any money to their name to get into crypto, which is always interesting. Now, however, having said that, Derek does have money, you know, like he, the him and the banker like talk and <clears throat> in the sense of, yeah, like with Michael and with uh, Derek, we have the sense that they have, were very successful until they got busted. And that success still exists in whatever way. Go ahead. Yeah, but my, he, he, oh, so, okay. So then this is another thing. You don't believe that he made the money in prison doing what he said he did. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Thank you so much. He's like, I made 8,000 in prison training, personal training people. And, uh, I don't know what he said after that, but then in my mind, I was like, what else do you do for that money? Okay. So yeah, I, I didn't have a, I, I believed him when he said that that's how he made it. Except for, I was curious because I was like, how do inmates pay each other? Like, I honestly thought they paid each other, like, in snacks and, like, ramen noodles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, um, it just, when, yeah, I had no, alt I didn't not believe that that's how he made his money. But he puts 9,000, almost 9,000 away, which is great, because I don't have 9,000, I don't have $9,000 to just at my disposal like either in my checkings or my savings ready to go so he's got a, a leg up on me and also he can also pay monique back for everything that she's done so far at least for this trip like he can give her half on that hotel he could give her the money for whatever they spent on gas ferrying her ferrying him around he could also pay for the meal and yeah but I don't feel like he wants to do any of that because she doesn't live here and he doesn't necessarily want her to live in this area. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want her to live in the area either. Obviously. But in, so after the bank, they go to the gym. <laughs> this is like, a, this is like a full on Sunday day. You know, like Sunday, I guess the bank is closed. This is like a day of, you know, getting shit done. So they go to the gym, you know, and he is one it's like, it's definitely not 24 hour fitness because those people are like, won't leave you alone. It's definitely like a chiller one where they're like, yeah, here, like look around. It's like, come talk to us when you're done. Like enjoy your workout, you know? And so listen, I don't think that he didn't train them in prison. I think that he definitely made some money, but I'm just saying like, is that all? Anyway, so he, you know, starts like working with Monique and I, you know, I was happy with like her alignment and movements. Like I'm not, you know, like she, when she was doing some bicep things, she wasn't like, uh, you know, like she had like alignment, you know, she was doing a squat. She like did too. He's like, how many you got? She's like those ones. And he's like, okay, I'll keep going. But you know what? She was, she was doing it. It made me happy. And she also was like, I didn't hate it. And which made me yeah, it made me like into it. And then she also said that she feels really comfortable with him, which, which, yeah, it just like warmed my heart. You know, I'm glad she made, he made her feel comfortable. I only saw her do two curls. I didn't see any other working out. So that's good. That's good that you said that. Cause I literally just saw her be like, Meh. yeah, I feel really great. And then he's like, you think you can do this on your own? And she's like, no, I think I should stay here. And he's like, no, yeah. there's too much going on with my family. And like, you and arguing and I don't need that right now. I need to focus and concentrate and it would be a nightmare. And she's like, for who? And he's like, for me, <laughs> what do you mean? 
And so I think she felt some kind of way about that. But I, I, I see what he's saying. She's, he's telling her to stand down and she doesn't want to, she wants to fight his family for him. She wants to fight for him, but he doesn't, they're not, he hasn't chosen them over her. So it, there, it seems like an unnecessary fight. Well, tell that to Jenny and Sumit. Okay. No, uh, yeah, I just, you know, uh, it's very interesting. And it, it is, it is like a win loss for her. She, it is the win that, you know, of like him, she, you know, she's saying that she feels comfortable with him as the loss that she wants him to be like, yeah, babe, move. I can't wait to like spend every waking moment, like running errands with you, you know, and like eating seafood with you or whatever. And she just like to be told that you don't want to be close to someone, live close to someone in the same city is the person that you like either love or whatever. You know, it's can be a little diff diff, but then, okay. Then he's like, has to go visit his grandmother, his great grandmother, that he's just like, it's weird. It's like, okay, so he calls him his grand, her grandmother, but then he calls this person his grandmother, but it's his great grandmother, and it's who he's going to live with, and he has to drop off stuff at her house. And um, it's like a nice part of Cleveland. Why do I think it's Cleveland? No, it's not. It's Ohio. I just don't know where, but I think I do think you're right. It's Cleveland. Boom, yeah, boom, 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 boom. You know, the sisters are still blowing up the car she's like fielding calls from this sister from that person he gets in the grandma's house we don't get to see the great grandmother which not yet and i really want to see her but then also she gets a call from his cousin that's like his grandma's dying like his actual grandma one of his actual step up grandmas you know like not the great grandmother like he has to come by that place now too it's like a lot of things are happening for him and i feel bad because this is a lot to take i mean that's a big ass day for someone right out of prison yeah, I think that he, I think he went to see his great grandmother. She went to church. She was like, I'm sorry, I couldn't wait for you. I had to go to church. I'll be back at 730. And then um, then his cousin calls. And for whatever reason, Monique doesn't just tell Derek, hey, Jessica's on the line. She, again, is his secretary and chooses to not tell him. And then um, and this is the part that I'm like, you are asking for trouble. You're the one who's putting yourself in between them. So then they go to um, this hospital or whatever they go for the second person, the grandmother. My only thought is, is that maybe the grandmother is like a, is like maybe the paternal or maternal, like maybe the great grandparent is not the mother of the person dying. Like that's my thought because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. So then he's gone, he's gone to that other side of the family to hang out. And they're kind of upset with him because Jessica's like, I don't know what he's doing, but why can't he just come and see this person and blah, 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 blah. Like they're a little bit upset about it. And you know, I just have never been that person in my family. Like we've had like familial spats, but if I've had a cousin that didn't want to do something, I have never been that other cousin that has been like, you could at least come and see her. Like, I'm like, Nah, if you don't want to come see this person because you had a different relationship with them than I did, I'm going to respect it. Like, that's what happened to us. Like, you know, some of my some of my first cousins had a great relationship with my grandmother and some of them didn't. And so (laughs) they were like, good riddance. And who am I to sit back and be like, oh, well, you could at least like I don't feel those familial bonds in that in that manner. So just really interesting. So they go. Monique agrees to take him because, again, she wants to be all up in the mix. 
And then there's this weird scene, which I'm going to let you interpret because I truly don't know what happened, but you tell me from your perspective, what you thought happened. And I'll tell you what I thought. Go. Okay. So uh, again, I don't know if this, this is, uh, this is obviously very confusing and I want to blame the producers for literally every morsel of every, every moment of every day. And I, so I'm like, this is bad storytelling. Okay. So, or whatever. So she's Monique in the car and there is a car like it they're in the parking lot of the hospital there's a car that's following her or weird they don't know why like they don't know if it's uncovered police like police for some reason there if it's their sisters they don't know if it's just an unnamed like nefarious i don't know if it's like someone who wants to do Derek wrong from past pasts. This is like the streets, my love. I don't know who the fuck is in this car, but somehow we break the fourth wall also where the producers and cameramen feel like shit is sketchy. And so they're like, just get Derek, have him come out. Like, don't even have him come to your car. Just like have him coming back with like the producers. And they're like, showing us the captions of the producers and then they leave and the car follows them then it's like who's in the car is it the following options and we're gonna go back to the hotel and the, and the car is following that's literally it yeah it's like they get to the place where the grandmother is Derek gets out of the car leaves Monique in the car which I thought was weird I was like Monique why didn't you get out and go see these people but okay and so then she goes uh, a producer gets out of their car and goes and sits in the car with her so she's talking on the phone with her best friend and the telling the best friend what's going on and then gets annoyed that the cameras are in her face and says like they got these cameras all in my face and then she looks up and sees a police car driving back and forth like what looks like patrolling the parking lot i don't know um and then derek comes out from wherever he is and gets into the back seat because the producer is still sitting in the front seat with her or a camera person or whatever and then somebody in a white car says hey derek and they're like don't they're like don't answer or don't do something just get in the car and then they like we'll just have this conversation we'll pull down the road and have this conversation there so it looks like they were planning on filming something and i don't know what it was they were going to do there but because that white car is there and the police is there they're like let's just go it feels like there's too much happening in this parking lot for us to get a good shot maybe it's too dark i don't know so then they get, get monique starts to drive and then they um they pull into the gas station and they notice before they pull into the gas station that the white car has chosen to follow them because Derek didn't say hi. Derek just jumps into the back seat and ta- and takes off with Monique. And then Mo- Derek's like, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And so then Monique gets scared and she's like, what do I do? And the producers are like, yeah, don't stop. Let's just keep going. And then they like, someone brings out an iPhone and then she needs the GPS to get back to the hotel because she doesn't know where to go. It is just all very confusing as to what's going on. My only hypothesis was that they go to this hospital where me- grandma is supposedly ill and the family is there and maybe they are planning on jumping Monique. I don't know. I have no idea. That's the only thing I can think of because it's a female's voice that says, hey, Derek. You know. <laughs> so uh, my thought was like, that must be your family. It could be the one know. sister, but not the other sister. Mm-hmm. 
Could be yeah, the one so sister, one, but not yes. the other sister. Not Elizabeth, because that that's Adriana or Aubriana or whatever her name is. Um, so, anyways, there's some drama online with Derek and Monique where uh Elizabeth Carter is that's the sister. Uh Elizabeth is putting out all kinds of stuff because she says that they got her Instagram taken down and that's how she makes her money. She's the one who takes care of her family and that Derek hasn't done anything for anybody, and so they don't understand why he's feeling some kind of way because that they didn't do stuff for him. Again, I'm going to say that Derek is probably the oldest. And if he left his younger siblings to their, their own resources, then why would he expect them to take time out of their day to contact him when he made the choices to do what he did? Um, but, you know, people feel differently. I think people <laughs> in prison always feel like those around them owe them because they went to jail. And again, they don't owe you unless you were literally paying for their entire lifestyles with the crimes that you were committing. Um, and then then there's like yeah so i don't know like there's just all these rumors that monique gave derek an std and that <gasps> like yeah what? it's just a lot i'll send you the video oh sh- so I, I i i watched it while i was laying down and like it was just real real casual but again i don't even care about this stuff like I, it's just like it's you know yeah, it's just all fodder. Uh, but that brings us to the end of this episode. But what an episode it was, guys. Um, yeah, I I will say that I, I, you know, really like watching it on the cable version. <laughs> it's my own fault. Uh, it's hard watching it on YouTube, but I, I'm interested. I'm interested in the season. I still like it, you know, like it's just definitely weird, you know, but there's also some produced elements that I don't like as much. And, you know, I mean, yeah, the Gabby Chris thing was like so dumb, truly. And I think that the Justine Michael is boring. I'm hoping that it gets better. Like when he's like making music or, you know, this is only day two per pretty much a lot of these couples so it's just so interesting because gosh was it yeah skyla of skyla nathan is like you haven't had any like major problems yet but it's day two and it's like yeah it's day two but it's so funny because it feels like we're already like halfway in the season um yeah. yeah you know it's because we've for a lot of these cups we've we had situations where we got them out of like we got to see them come out of prison and then for some of these peeps they have to go to the halfway house and so now they went to a halfway house and then it's like a month later and now they're coming out of the halfway house so it feels like they're coming out of prison again in that kind of world like we still haven't started the stories with them truly except for whatever like bs like oh what chris did in the halfway house or whatnot you know gabby really thinks that chris cheated on her i guess it's so interesting because when he first when she when that first happened i was like how gabby like you're in a halfway house like what the hell he can't do anything but now from hearing skyla's version of like you can do anything at the halfway house as long as you get back by 7 p.m i was like oh yeah no he has definitely has the opportunity to just like bone one billion people i guess you know i guess it just depends depends on what your crime is like i think if you do drugs it's might be a different or do drugs in certain states it might be different because like we had the one season that you didn't watch with Christiane and the like fake Native American guy. And he, um, she was supposed to go be job hunting and uh, he picked her up to go job hunting. But then they like had the camera crew as well as went to eat. And um, because she went to eat instead of going to put in job interview, like went to put in applications, like she got ca- called back. So it's just really interesting. It's weird. Like they, they have, they can leave 
but they have to state exactly what they're doing and then I guess come back and show what they did. And so with that little bit of freedom, depending on how long they've been in prison, they like, I think what happens is you come out of prison after being in there for a long time and you're like, I'm grown. Like I, I'm grown. I should be able to do what I want to do. And like, you know, you just feel like you got to do it immediately unless you're Louie and you're just like, no, I just want to do everything I'm supposed to do. You know, like Louie's in a halfway house and he's like, doesn't want what's her face to get him in trouble. But then he, the trouble gets there and he like puts his hand up the trouble shirt. Absolutely. Or you're, and it's like, I also always love the idea of like Gracie going back from this halfway house to the halfway house, like from her hair done and like the parole being like, did you get your hair colored and just having her like brand new, whatever. I really couldn't see the difference, but I mean, maybe in real life you can like red no. hair highlights being like, no, I just put lemon on them. And then it was really hot today. So. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Like redkin, the redkin smell, you know, when you dyed your hair, it's like sut. There's just like a specific chemical hair smell too. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can really get by. I don't. She like puts a, like a she put like a hoodie on. She like came back. She was like, God, it was it was it was cold today. So you know, like I mean, I wonder. But she got she got she got around it, honey. Um, wow, what a great time we've all had. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Do you not want it to end? We don't. And so we put up content on social media for it never to end. Would you like to follow us? Please do. We're in hell. Just kidding. It's called Instagram. And follow us at Docu Sweeties. Also on Twitter, Docu Sweeties, and also. No, Twitter is Dick Docu Sweeties one and TikTok is Docu Sweeties. Okay, mm -hmm. and then here's the thing: this entire time we've been live streaming, so you can see our faces and see how I braided my hair. Why? How do they? You can do that on Patreon.com/slash/DocuSweeties, where you'll see the visuals of what you are listening to. Um, that is ten dollars a month. So please do that if you would love to get exclusive content. We've got a couple of docu series that are up on our Instagram. Um, you know, and you never know when, when the spirit might move us to decide that certain portions of our Love After Lockup recaps go on Patreon only. So you'd want to be there and be in the know for when that happens. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you give us five stars. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you have a fantastic weekend. All righty. Bye. bye. bye.